Hello. How are you doing, Matthew? Hello, thank you. You? Did, did you listen to that? I did. And honestly, I, I, sh- I was shouting at screen about four or five times at some of the things that yeah. Stan goes on about. Yeah, I have a feeling that might be the case. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. Ros- Roasting to spectacles, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've never played in Lois team, even with Ryan Harris's bowling, and Andrew McDonald with three slips, so God knows why you were the third slip at Riston. <laughs> he probably should have been at final, at third man, but we're still shouting at Sean. <laughs> still ambling down. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably the yeah. reason. Housecast episode five. Can you believe we've done four episodes already? We seem to got in the swing of things. Again, it's Adam. I'm not going to be present on this episode, but uh, the last episode was so long we decided to split it into two. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Johnny, Art Caterers, Milltown Pies. We'll put a link in the description and uh, you can catch up with our back catalogue on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts because it will help Enjoy the episode. Can I just mention, it was actually Guller. Stan was at right. Guller. And, uh, and what went on, Tony Woodworth was playing. So obviously he tells it fantastically well. And it was actually Blaise who, you know, we can laugh and joke. It's not like being stood in a pub where we've got five or six hours. Uh, but it was Blaise that was speaking to probably mid-off whoever it was and pointing and saying, you know, what's Stan doing there? We don't want Stan there. We've got to move Stan from there. And I'm concentrating. It was a really good day's cr- day for cricket. Pitch were nice and hard. There were a little bit of a breeze. You know, what you got out of your bowling, you know, you, you put into it. And I'm thinking, right, I'm up for this. I'm up for this. First ball, bing. Just a big outside edge straight to Stan. And it goes down. I'm not sure it was six foot two away from him. But, you know, why spoil a good tale with the truth? And then straight away from then, Tony Woodworth and, and Blaise got into this. Oh, let's get him down to third man, get him down to third man. And I threw my teddies out, which I always did. I always did when I was bowling, when I, I was getting angry. Uh, so that's where the story came from, Matt. OK, so we've got Matt on primarily to uh, have a bit of a focus on 2004. The floor will be yours in a minute, Matt, but I'm just going to go around Joe and Jez first because I know they've uh, they've just pulled a few key bits out of 2004 and then we'll, we'll hand over to you. So, Joe, do you want to go first? I was um, uh, 10 in 2004. And I can remember only small parts of it. I can remember us winning maybe the first five games or six, maybe even six, six. games. Jez will be able six. to. I can remember that. It was, a, it was a big, I remember it being like a headline in the, in the paper. I can obviously remember the, uh, the cup final uh, as well. When I've, looked, um, when I've looked back through the um, scorecards and the season, what I, I did sort of notice was how sort of the team had changed from uh, 2002, so two years previous. You know, having the likes of Finchie and Bembo, Matt, you know, you were, you were playing. Um, although you didn't bowl many overs, that was uh, something I, I did jot down. Um, we'll talk about that, Joe. We'll talk about that. All oh, right, okay. Uh, and having Vishal opening the batting and Blaise, it looked like it was a really quality team that really could have won the league, I think, if you know things might have gone slightly differently. 
Uh, but obviously we won the cup in instead. There's some of my initial thoughts, and I'm sure some more will uh, come out as uh, as we begin a chat. Okay, Jez. I mean, obviously, you know, Matt Scott, you know, he he, he was captain through that uh, through that season, um, and looking at it, and really because we've all got time on our hands now of going through it, there's not a great deal jumps out where you can say, crikey, remember that game? Or, you know, this happened, or there was that, you know, funny stories that happened. It wasn't like that at all. But I don't think, you know, and it'd be difficult to go through every season over I don't know, the last 50 years, we can't have had a more settled side than we had that year. For yeah. even when, you know, the success came to us in, you know, in 2011, 2012 and onwards, I don't think we've had a, whether that's good luck or good management on Matt and the selection committee's uh, point of view, uh, we only had, I think with 19 amateurs that played, and there's probably five of them that only played one or two games. A um, couple of little highlights, Matt, and I'm sure you will, you know, you will expand on them at the when you're going to talk us through the season, you know, we beat Burnley three times. You know, Joe Beneducci flagged that up two or three days ago. You know, it's fantastic. And we didn't come close to beating in this own game, those games. You know, one was in the cup, you know, with a game at Enfield where there was a tie with only one no result, uh, two replayed games. You know, we finished fifth, which wasn't bad compared with how we performed for the, the decade as I saw before with a relatively new side. You know, none of us have mentioned yet, yet, you know, two metre Peter. You know, you look when he came, and again, Matt, I'd like to hear your opinion of him. For me, he was a very non-discreet, very good cricketer, obviously thought well thought of in New Zealand, but came into our side almost like a great amateur. But you look at his bowling, he got through some overs that one, and he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't a bowler. No, no. You know, he, he played through some overs. You know, Bembo came to us, got 58 wickets in his yeah. first season with us. You know, that that is some achievement. You know, Sid played his first year. You know, Vishal played his first year and, you know, got over, probably got 600 runs. You know, so there was some great memories as I've looked through that, you know, and there's lots of other stuff I've seen there. But I just, I don't know what, Joe, have you anything? Dooch, have you anything? Around, uh, no, I that? think we can bring, bring Matt in here now, I think, can't we? Um... So right at the beginning of the season, like Joe points out, we won the first six on the rip, Matt. I don't know what 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 were going through your mind at that stage. I can remember what I was thinking when we when we walloped Nelson on that sixth game. Um, but yeah. what we, what were your thoughts on that, that early part of the season? We'd had a couple of instances in the past going back. In, in the poor times, when we ended up coming middle of the table, bottom of the table, we'd had a couple of good starts uh, in, in a few years, three and four, but we never looked as strong as we did that year with Finch and Vishal opening, uh, Fulton at three, Blaise four, Charlie, Bembo, yourself, all looking really, really, really strong. And I, I did honestly think, I, I always thought Aslan who ended up winning it were very, very strong. And they had the, the, the young John Simpson, Dearden, uh, Ingham was still playing, Knowles, Barry. Um, so they, they were always strong. But I, it would just, I think that's the probably one of the first years I'd noticed the professionalism or the change in attitude and I, I don't think it was anything I did whether it was Stan not playing and going into running the cricket and putting it in that way because Stan was involved in, in the selection in that side uh, not because Stan stopped playing <laughs> that he got more professional and better but he, but the input he put in from, from uh, outside obviously Ben Ball great, great signing uh, Vishal didn't need any really in, uh, introduction uh, Finchie was 
that is that is first year or second year? Second year, I think. Wasn't it, second right? year, yeah. He yeah. came in two thousand three. Tipper was two thousand four. Yeah. So I mean, having them two lads, two and then Finchy for a third year, we're, we're massive, a massive plus. I, I did, although Fultz got through a hell of a lot of overs and and was a lot better bowler than I thought he was going to be, or did a lot better than I thought he was going to be. We, he wasn't a genuine all rounder who, who was going yeah. to tear, tear tear through sides and 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 win us. Although he did win us a couple of games with the ball, he wasn't going to go and bowl as and I, you know what I mean, or regular way like, uh, like Andrew McDonald did and Ryan Harris and Francois did when he came. So that was the only concern. I didn't know whether we'd have, have the, the depth in bowling. Although Tiffa came in and, and, and did a great job, but it's, it's little things, and it must have must have been that something down to maybe Jez's age, Jez's injuries. Sid Riaz bowled more overs than me and Jez put together. That was always the case, always, always the case. As the captain, you always let someone else do it before yourself. Me and Jez must have had umpteen conversation about this, and I know Stan was involved in when I relinquished the captaincy halfway through the year to let Jez do it because it was affecting my performances. You always let someone else do it, Joe. It was really weird, and I'd, even subconsciously, we'd go out and me and Jez would say, right, right, Matt, when I'm bowling, you look after it. When you're bowling, Matt, this with this with Jez, I look after the field. Don't think of anything else, you just concentrate yeah. on bowl. Yeah. I bowl 600 balls. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Sid Riaz bowled 1,200. And I... Even to this day now, yeah, it's a, it's a massive regret, but I think I captained for eight years and I did it nearly every year. So yeah. it, it, it was something that we're conscious. Jez did it. I remember once, Jez, when he used to get 50 wickets a year for like 10 years on top. The one year he captained, he got 12 wickets. And then, and then, and then you wonder why we're third to bottom. Because well, yeah. Jez is there lending, I can't remember who it was at the, at the time, James Capstick, Paul Webb, all the people like that, bowling double the overs that Jez has bowled. And it's like, this is just bonkers. It's yeah. just bon- he's got 50, 50 wickets for four years before Andy got four years after it and he got 12 wickets I think in 2004 I got five wickets yeah I was there's, well there's two things there's two things on that when you talk about the professionalism and how much um, better the team was in 2004 I went I went back to 1990 for a lot of spare time I think that were you on maybe debut yeah it potentially was um, and I was looking at league positions uh, we finished 11th in 1990, 11th again, 11th, 10th, 13th. Uh, then we had a bit of an upturn. We finished 6th, 6th, 4th. Then we finished 10th, 4th, 8th, 6th, 13th, 8th again. And then obviously we finished 5th um, in, in 2004. And would you say that the 2004 season was the start of the sort of really consistent period for the club? in terms of performance and what they were looking to achieve. No, I, that's what, it's really weird. And it's probably because it's 2004 and all I can remember is was a cup. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it, it's, it's different, you know what I mean? And it's like, but looking back on it, and I've, I've looked and I, I, I've looked tonight, I've looked during the week. I can't remember half the league games. It's funny, Jez and, Jez and Joe said something similar, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, but I can remember as plain as day, sat on outfield about half past 10 at 11 o'clock on 2nd of August, absolutely bricking my pants while Mark White were putting speak up and playing music. But I can't, but I can't remember Blazers under that, hasn't them? Can you not really? No, I can't. Weird. I'm going to say there were a lot of games that year that I don't remember, league games. When I, I've been back and looking at it, we, we lost to Rottenstall twice. Rottenstall were the only team that did the double overs that year. Yeah. We beat everybody else at least once, and I, I can't remember either of those games against Rotterdam. Whether it's because we got oh. two 
thumpings, but I don't remember either of them. No, I can't even remember that getting ball out for six at Kong. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can because if you remember, that was when was that when Bled got run out backing up off um, off Connie. Connie. God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah, God rest his bloody hell. Yeah. yeah, and then we we only got sixty six, and then Matt Wilson came out and just did what Matt Wilson do, does from time to time, and just teed off, and we were we were back in the bar twenty minutes later. Um, I remember that innings, but I, I wouldn't have. I didn't know that was us with it. With him getting 50 and only chasing 60 odd. Yeah, yeah. You've obviously mentioned the cup there. Do you remember each game forensically without even having to look it up? Fairly, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, final goes, goes out quick without say. Semi final, just as much. The Burnley game were brilliant. They were so, uh, so confident, sorry. Um, <laughs> That they just, you know, the Johnny Clare's. And that, that's the day of that big falling out do with Johnny Clare. Oh, is it? Right, okay. Talk us through it. I'll what feel you can it, say. I was feeling it mid-on, and he was batting, and he hit the ball to me. So I raced round like a gazelle, picked it up one-handed, and he wanted a single. The lad at the other end said, no, no, no. So Johnny Clare said, FNL, it's one to that fat get. Openly... So I said, Johnny, you can't say that. With a few other expletives in it. <laughs> Three balls later, I'm bowling at him. He nicks one and full cat, catches it, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Well, I, if, if he wouldn't have got a dressing room, I'd have still been following him now. <laughs> and uh, telling me what I thought. And I remember his mum were on the steps having a do at my mum, saying, your, your son shouldn't behave like that. So <laughs> that's the memory. That's again. That, that's when at Burnley and beating was obviously was was um, was just yeah, was just was just great. Um, and then who did we play? In the, I, I can't remember the second round. Cole, Cole, Cole at home. I do. Andre Adams, Cordain leg side off Ben, well off Ben yeah, Boy, Cotton. I do. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, um, things like that. You know what I mean. No one was more surprised than Charlie that he caught it. Um, <laughs> it weren't the one enough. It was a real catch. No, remember that? He right. was dangerous, him, weren't it? He scored quite a lot of runs Very. and quite quickly. Um, but again, they got a decent total, didn't they? Two hundred, something like that. Just pull it scorecard up now. I am now. Yeah, uh, one nine seven. Yeah, they got one nine seven, and we won. We needed ten overs to spare. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I remember that knock of of, uh, of fault because I think they thought they were they were in it when they got Blaise out, and obviously Charlie came in and played a great knock as well, uh, like like semi final and final. Um, yeah, but no, I, I remember that one. Um, and again, looking at that, there's three, six, seven bowlers. Blaise bowled. Jesus, I don't know what happened that day. Um, <laughs> Jez only bowled six. I only bowled four. Um, Sid bowled ten overs for his. Four and a half and over every game, but I still bowled him 10, 12 overs a game. Um, <laughs> I don't know what all, all, all that's about, but anyhow, um, Jez has stood there scratching the, the bowling six overs of 13. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember Fultz innings, I mean, and I remember Charlie's catch. Yeah, and then well, just go on, so just throwing it forward. Last, obviously, last episode we did quite a bit on the 2002 semi final. Uh, so we get to another final in 2004. Um, I'll let you talk about the game as a whole but obviously first half didn't go so well for us but it definitely did feel different at half time in 2004 
than it did 2002. I'm not saying we were confident because we obviously weren't, but it didn't feel as much of a lost cause in 2004 as what it did in 2002. Would you agree with that? Massively, massively. I think we, no, you're right, Joe, we weren't confident. There was certainly no confidence or arrogance in the dressing room. We, we tried to be positive, didn't we? But there was certainly no thinking this is a strong part because you're chasing 300, it isn't. But I think the, the, the bit more of the posit- positivity from t- in 2004 had come from the back of, they should have got 370. Mm. Yeah. And they probably would have done if the little spinner say, that, get, uh, say again? Yeah, I was just going to say that, Matt. If you, if you remember, Peterson was smashing us everywhere. And it yeah. did look like this is going to be you know, a record score. We're not going to get near it. And for some, I've just got, I mean, I've got the scorecard in front of me. For some reason, we got it back. There were, Andy Barker got stumped, and obviously a, a, a fantastic off spinner, Joe Benaduccio, uh, caught and bowled Peterson uh, for a mere 148. And we clawed it back, I remember. We did, massively. Yeah, I remember that. And you, all of a sudden, you go, you're going into the dressing room and you're thinking, hang on, this is on now. It's, it's still 310, but it's on, is this? Yeah, I, and I remember, and I'm sure you will as well, Joe, you'd got Peterson out, all right. Your figures don't look fantastic, but you got Peterson out. But again, it was the old, it was the old thing. You got him out, then two out at next three balls, some of that Rob Green into part, didn't it? It last the last over hit me for twenty one. Did it? Is that what it were? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Cracky, I didn't yeah. remember that. Is that what happened? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't know, his, but I, I remember it. In, uh, looking at it, he got twenty four. Did that? That uh, Rob Green yeah. give a couple. Yeah, but I mean, it's that classic thing as a captain. I mean, I probably I probably got a wicket in the second to last over, so you left me on for yeah. the last over. But look at the bowling figures again. Fultz only bowled seven. Jez only bowled five. Finchy only bowled two. <laughs> if I, you know, yeah. I were only bowling because everybody else had gone the distance, weren't I? That that was the thing, and I'd only because I got a wicket fairly late on you left me on, but. Obviously, yeah. in hindsight, it might have been better just to say, well done, get your coat, get your, get your jumper off your pop. Well, it's easy, easy I, I, to look back 15 years yeah, later. Yeah. I don't think you, that weren't the last over of the game. You don't think it were? No, no, it weren't. Must have wicked, it must have been. Were. Rob Green got 24 and out. I think it were. were anyway, it might I, rather I, the last or, or near, no, very, no. very near the end. Because I, 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 uh, I thought we'd got Pete and I a bit earlier than that. We might have, uh, it might have been Barker. It might have been Andy Barker that was a later wicket. Could have been. Could have been. Mm. But you look, you look at that again and you look... But I can't answer it. Because I bet, I bet if you went through every season I was captain, and it's no disrespect to... It's just the same bowler. Two for 60 off 10. Mm. Jez, one for 33. Fultz, one for 42. That's probably one of... That's probably bowling spell of my own. I remember more than anything than that. That that was best of all for a long time, but then just looking at that, and just but anyhow, so, yeah, but so I, I think the big thing were at church, um, Mark Higgs just took us apart and they carried on, the amateurs carried on and carried on and carried on. Where I think we slowed, we stemmed them down a bit. So, although we, we didn't go in as favourites or confident, we went in and danced our better frame of mind than yeah, we did in 2002. Yeah, yeah. And we were a better, significantly better side as well, probably weren't we in 2004. Our league position at the end of the season tells that story. Yeah, massively, massively, yeah. Um, and again, Finch at the top three, top five, if you look, if you look at it. Um, but 
30 Adams, two, two 30s from Finchie and Fultz, then both getting eight fairly closely together, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah. I mean, 20 odd runs of each other, I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. Um, could have done one, one of them staying in. Um, but, but obviously, then the rest is, is this with, with the way Blaise and Charlie batted. And I, I'll, I'll never forget that. And I, I did study this scorecard quite, quite a lot in the early times after that. And I don't, there was something like, 90% of balls in a 20 over spell between overs 20 and 40, they scored off them. And it, whether it was 1s and 2s, obviously, Blaise was considered with a lot younger there. Charlie's always been fit as a fiddle and they just ran him to death. Yeah. Um, but again, I just think that I think if that had been 2002 or earlier, when Blaise and Charlie got out, we'd have got beat. Yeah, Matt, I agree 100%. And that. This is where I want to come on and put you on the spot a little bit. Um, you look there, Blaise, 91 balls for 107. Okay. Yeah, all right. He's got 40, um, 80 odd in, in boundaries. But they, they, ran, they ran the socks off him. Yeah. And then you look at that same lad, Green. I can't even remember who he is. Ben Ball's got 21 off. I don't know how many balls. Uh, you come in, you get out for three. Can you remember that? What happened there? Yeah. I think what he's asking you, why you were batting above me, I think that's what he's asking you in a roundabout way. <laughs> I think if you look, 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 look at one at games in season, Joy Ormond, and that's why I should have batted. But anyway, <laughs> if, if, if I'd have hit it, it'd have landed on Spark Spar Car Park. <laughs> but I didn't hit it. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then Joe, it was just one of them, I think. But both me and Joe. We predominantly hit it straight. My, my was a little bit more leg sided than Joe's. And I just went went in. I, I think I went in and I just thought I'm just going to try and put, put two or three apart. Ben Bo had done something similar, but back a little bit sensibly. He got out in exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, and I'd just gone in and, and just tried to put two or three apart and just just, just put get it get it over line. And yeah. just missed it. Right. And Joe and Benny came in and did exactly what, what we needed. But we whether whether that had been Joe or Ben, obviously too, Joe quite experienced then. Ben only a kid. Lawhouse, if you will, fought the like in the blood. We we, we wouldn't have won that three or four years ago. No, no, no chance. If we did, what, what were we there? Two hundred sixty-three for six. Two hundred eighty-three for seven. Yeah. In the semi-final, they did another thirty. Yeah. We'd have been two hundred ninety all out. Yeah, and when you look at that, you're right, Matt. Two, two five, two for five, and Charlie's gone. Blazer's gone. You know, Bembo has probably gone. Then I think you would have been out at that stage. You know, you'd have thrown your bat right across the ground. Probably broke a couple of windows as you came in, um, and then Joe and, and Ben have to go and pick up the pieces. It, I do. You know, that's where you know, and I'm not taking anything away from Blazer or, or, or Charlie in this game and in the final, which we'll come on to. But there is other little points within the game that swear things. Yeah, there's the superstars and yeah, there's things that happen. But there's little bits of things that, you know, Ben's run out of Knowles in the final. Mm. and yeah. Little things that change games, which, yeah, you can train all you want. You can call it luck. Or you can call it that, um, that habit. You know, like you just said, you know, two and two and probably for a million years before then, um, it could have been, you know, oh, unlucky Laura, things didn't go right. You know, it's it great effort. 
Yeah, great effort, well played, never mind. Let's have a pint and you can all go home. So, what did you feel like, Joe? Can you remember? Just before that, Jez, just before that, it's it's quite funny. I've I've had the other side of the tail fell it was before Christmas from Maz Ahmed. Joe knows him. Joe gets all his clothes from him. Um, <laughs> he's still Where did you see him? Where did you see him? Where did, you Why did see I see him? Because I went yeah, to where? get where uh, Blackburn Market. Maz's <laughs> jeans. Went, went went to get my denim jacket. Is that all right? Fine. Carry on. And my denim shirt with them press studs that kept popping open. But he says from the other side of it, Des, he said, like, he obviously pray, he praises Blazers innings, Charlie's innings. That's all that he seemed to remember. But they were at, he does he had none of the uh worries or thoughts or ideas that they were gonna get because he was captain when when they that they were gonna get beat. Yeah. At half time. Yeah. Um, he thought that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And it was only when, probably in that twenty-over spell, when Blaise and Charlie weren't scoring. Look, they only scored like Blaise four six as well. They only scored fourteen forwards. Yeah. And they probably both battered. I bet for thirty odd overs. Yeah. And he said it was in that period when them two just didn't look like that they were going to get out. That's when. That's the only time that they started started to worry. But it was obviously too late because we we got the momentum on our side then. Yeah. So, Matt, um, I don't know whether others want to discuss more about that game, but when you, um, after winning that game, it must have given you so much belief going into the final that uh, one of my questions that I had that I had written down was, I, I think I was tallying that day from memory, right. and my brother Paddy did the final, um, but I think I was tallying that day, and I can remember it being a really nice day I can remember there being a really good wicket, um, and we bowled first. <laughs> we bowled first, uh, as we did in the final. And I can remember people thinking, um, or people wondering why we'd, you know, after we'd conceded three hundred, why we'd bowl first. I don't know if um, if that was in, part of the game. In the final, final. In, the, in the final, why? Because because well, we we won the toss and field of both both games. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Predominantly, but two reasons. One, they're professional. Who we, we'd had much of pro. We'd played against him a couple of times, and he was one of them pros that I always thought of playing against him. No matter how many you get, he'll set his stall out to get them. Mm. If he's got to, yeah. if he's got to set your total, different he has to story. do something different. Yeah, uh, I haven't played against Peterson that much. I can't really remember why I stuck them in, but that was my. My thought process. I never, I never remember that. With Rothwell as his chairman. Mark Rothwell, yeah. Mark Rothwell walking around ground, seven man with two rolls of carpet under his arm, saying, "That's it. The suckers in. Game over. Never stick someone in the cup final." But I, I feel when I was lifting cup, I couldn't find him. I didn't know where he'd gone. Just on captaincy, I, I just want to ask you a quick. Uh, I'll make a point about captaincy in the cup final. I mean. We're all captain sides. You're making decisions even before the game starts. You're making a hundred decisions a, a, a game. Most of them are quite insignificant. You know whether you're having your third man up or back or whatever. You know there's very it's very rare you can look at a game and pinpoint the outcome of it on a captaincy decision. But in this game, your decision to bring Ben on 
possibly won us the match. Would you agree yeah. with that? Um, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of other things that go with it. The, but again, what, what, like the semi-final, we would have been chasing a hell of a lot more had Ben not been introduced when he was and turned the game with the run out and then the wickets thereafter. Yeah, I, I, could, I, I can remember it. Um, I remember Jez fielding it mid-on or mid-off and our shouts, Ben... Park end next over, and Jez actually said to me, "What the f- are you doing?" Mm. And I just Barry Knowles were in, Dearden were in, and anything that they were they were just in through the line. It was a good track. It was short end to park. They were just in, it, hitting through the line, and I just thought, like, I'm I'm just going to try someone that, that they might not have seen, and if it had. It, it might have only been two overs, might have all backfired. Uh, but at that stage, I think we were going for seven or eight and over, whoever were bowling. Mm. Uh, it could have backfired and it could have gone for 10 or 15 and over. I just, But I just thought, I'm just going to try someone that they haven't seen. Because um, he didn't bowl in the semi-final. He played no, and didn't he, bowl in the semi-final. No, he, he didn't bowl a lot that year, to be fair. No. Um, no, I, it was just, I don't know, it was just something. I don't... I don't know. It just a hunch, just a thought. But I, I was thinking, I need to do something. I need to do something different here. We've got our five or six bowlers. It wasn't an end to bring Benbo couldn't, couldn't bowl at that end to them two. You couldn't bowl at them them two, Joe. The way they were batting, the way they were hitting it, and I just thought something a little bit different. Jez had got the pro out bowling from Pavilion End. Fultz a bowl from Pavilion End. I think I come on come on after Sid, um, and I, I I didn't go around the park, but I remember um, I think I think they got probably got a boundary and over for, for two or three overs, and, and I just, my only thought on what on it was I just, I just I need to do something different. I've just got to try something different that they might not have seen. Um, and you and, know what, Matt? Matt, we just you yeah. know people talk about inspired captain set. And you know the the things that change. I remember. I remember it. You remember you saying to me, "My biggest concern then was you can't bowl from Park End," but that is what had been ingrained into me right from yeah. the Bromley's days. You know, Stamble confirmed that. You know, if if Roger went anywhere near the Park End, he used to come out in cold sweats. Yeah, pros would never bowl from the Park End. Certainly, you know. He, Certainly, mediocre pros or pros that didn't want to, um, you know, be part of the team. So I had that ingrained in me, thinking, "Matt, what are you doing here? This, yeah, you know, I had some overs left then. I bowled three spells. You know, you look at Sid; he's only bowled three overs. He's been our main amateur bowler all season, and yet, and this is me thinking at the time, our captain's not going to bring him on when there's a bit of pressure on. He's bring this young lad on at the the really, you know, the difficult end to bowl at." But, you know, inspired captaincy. And it's like we've said before, you know, it, it's, what does what did Stan used to call it? Jules de Creek that haunted our cricket ground. Uh, well, all of a sudden, I think that one one move might have just um, buried that, uh, you know, that old, uh, old adage that we were, you know, we were doomed all the time. And that mm. moment that Ben tipped the ball onto the stumps, which ran, um, it was Barry oh, Wendt. You know? Yeah. Rary knows out. That's when it turned the tide. In fact, 
I think that's what, you know, I've only just thought about it now. That's what it did. Because I didn't, I didn't agree with you. No, no, I, I, I know that. And, and I'd never been in, in that position, obviously, in a final before. Uh, it was something else. And it's, it, you're right, Jesse, about the, whatever, Gilles Decree. What, uh, what's he putting up now? Um, He's asking you to tell, tell us who got their pro out and how. I will do. Yeah, I will do. I will do. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you know, when they say it's all cursed and we're never going to win anything, there's, there must have been some horrible person buried a load of monks under the ground and all this that Stan used to come out with. But it was even better, looking back at it now, wasn't it? The, the actual wicket, it weren't a great leg cutter or a yorker or a slower ball. I think the ball would have gone for four. Yeah. If he hadn't yeah. caught his finger on it and knocked it onto stumps. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that, things like that do just, just change the momentum, don't they? Yeah, it changed the whole game. Mm. Talk, yeah, it was, uh, it was Jesu who got the, got the pride, believe it or not, Stan. Caught, caught Charlie Cotton in his groin area. In his knees, yeah, definitely. In his knees. Yeah. When he nicked that, that seemed to go in slow motion. I don't remember that, Joe Martin. It were a great ball of Jesu. Just left him, left hander, he nicked it. And he liked in slow motion. He's like, we've got him. He's only got 10, 15. We've got him, yeah. we've got him. And then Charlie catches it with both feet off his ground. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and like, oh, you know, it? Like, like he caught a beach ball. And everybody just jumped going down. Charlie's got both of it. It was just proper slow motion of how he'd done it. And that he would just, how he caught it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. And again, you know, Stan's mentioned earlier, you know, self praise is no praise. But, it, you know, it was a fantastic little cutter. It was. He landed. <laughs> 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 what, what I will say though is I don't know if anyone else has you will have seen the research and done the research for for how long have you seen my figures for that season? Yeah, yeah, I've got them here. Go on, Joe. Um, Jez bowled batting first. Batting, um, Jez, you um, got, uh, eight runs, eight eight innings. Average of good average of half. Three not eight, so it's an average of one point seven five. Average of one point seven five. Fair enough. Um, and then bowling, um, hundred and nine point five overs. Twelve wickets at forty three point six. You used to bowl them by end of April, Jez. We injured. No, you didn't bowl me at top spot. <laughs> 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 One of the things that I think from that to of that was Jez's um, last year. Um, yeah. I have another stat for Jez, which was who his last ever wicket was for uh, in the first team at Lawhouse. Um, he can have a think about that if he wants. But um, in Does lots it of pro afterwards. No. No, his last amateur wicket. Yeah. Um, but in the seasons previous to that, Jez, I've, I've commented it on before, the sheer amount of overs that you bowled for the, for the cricket club. And then in 2004, your last year, you must not have been able to walk on, when, you, when you went to work on a Monday. Just, be, you know, it must have been yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why I walk like a walk now, but no regrets, Joe, no regrets. It's all for a good cause. <laughs> Come on, Joe, put us out as misery with his last wicket. His last wicket was Phil Sykes. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, seven, Court Blaise. Joe Naducci in the league in 2004, you took one wicket. 
All right. Good. Do you know, do you know who it was? No. Sean Lemon, Colton right. Bold. Sean Lemon. Good player. Bold. Yeah. Good player. That's what I thought when I saw it. Yeah, I've written a lot of stats down, but um, let's talk. Should we talk about the batting innings of uh, 2000 of the Cup final? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, again, we went in at we went in at, at the interval, not confident. I think we've done a good job. 231, I think, was probably a touch below par. Good track, nice day, and that top five, six, or seven that we had. Fairly confident. One of them had to go on and, and, and get a good one. We lost Finchie and Vishal early doors. Oh, it's a bit of a bit of a wooey. Um, Fultz come in and played like Fultz does. Always seem to get out to the most incon- innocuous bowler. You know what I mean? Um, and then, Blaise and Charlie. I think that that's probably the probably the best part of it. it better than but better than the um, semi final. It, again, if you look at that one, the, the even less, the less boundaries, eleven fours apiece and one six, and they did exactly the same as they did in semi final. Again, I think they were twenty five overs in middle middle of the innings. Yeah. Well, Aslan probably thought they were on top, but they were scoring five and six and over. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mushtab has gone none for forty. Yeah. yeah. Of ten, and they were a great bowler. Um, and they just, I, 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 I can't remember, I'm sure I looked how many times they hit for boundary. Blaise makes it were one or two in the 10 overs. But they, but they just, just one, two, obviously Charlie were like, bloody whip it, weren't they? Um, still is. And Blaise were, how many years ago? 16 years ago. So he was, he would have been 60 then, wasn't he? So he, he was a lot younger. <laughs> um, and he's, 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 always, he's always, been a, always been a fit lad, hasn't he? So, but that, no, that, that that was that was just great, and the good thing about that, not the good thing for Charlie, because it'd have been great for them two to both walk out not out. When he was out, I wasn't anywhere near as concerned as I was when them two were, were out in semi final. Um, and to answer your question, Jez, you put I think either on email or on WhatsApp. You're looking at there that Blaise and then Ben went in and battled with Jez, and it's got me down as next to bat. There's not no sure I weren't going in next. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
um, and we're all like putting the covers on. But I don't think it was as hard as we expected it to be. Or certainly for any length of time. Yeah, yeah. But it's got pitch black. It's more difficult. And again, I don't know if that Jules de Creek were kicking in. We're thinking, oh, this is all against us. But, you know, Haslinden, a little bit more professional than us. It's a wet ball. They weren't up for it when they came back. You know, they weren't. I, I remember twice. I can't remember who it was. I think it, I think it was Barry Knowles. We're fielding at long on in front of dressing rooms. Yeah. And two straight fours got it. Yeah. And as the ball had hit the boundary or, or the, the side screen, he starts running all the way, trying to think he can't see it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, yeah. But, but I, I remember, and, and good on them, because it, I wouldn't put them down as, as the two strong umpires, but the two umpires were really strong that day. Wait, Rutter. Rutter and that, Alan, Alan that Fenwick. Fenwick. And they were really strong, like, like, said, like, like um, they said about Dearden. Because uh, Aslindon, when we come off for rain, I know it didn't rain for long or for very heavy, but they were coming back now after. Yeah, that's what they were after. Like shadow of a day, that's all they wanted. Are they to spoil our party? Yeah. Because it was still massively in our favour at that time, but obviously Blaise and Charlie had to start again. It had been a different thing. There had been hardly no, any crowd on. Uh, but all credit to the umpires to get straight back out. Um, obviously finished the game that night. It's probably a good job they did. I remember having a conversation. It's probably a good job they did go back out that night because I don't think I'd have been there to pick a couple. No. <laughs> I think I'd have probably, there'd probably been a police car coming through because one of them umpires would have... Yeah, I remember <laughs> they just said, no, no, we're going back out. It's fake. Come on, we've played it for 10 overs. We're going back out. Good. So, um, good I watched the... Um, I watched the video of it last night um, as my final <laughs> bit of uh, of research on it. Um, and during this lockdown, actually, I've watched quite a lot of the Laura House videos of when we've won stuff, just to try and jog my memory. But I watched that one last night. Um, as Blaise sort of rocked back and hit that last boundary, what what were your immediate what were your immediate thoughts and that? Because I can I can remember mine. Um, Running onto the running onto the ground, but what we what were you thinking at the time? I don't I don't know. I also don't know. It was probably about 15, 10, 15 minutes after when it started to sink in and and hit home. Um, I think relief probably when it that winning run. Of here, I don't have to go put my pads on. <laughs> probably, and I can't believe what we've just done. Yeah, as much as anything. And then when it when it calmed down. And we're in the dressing room and uh, outside with the drinks and champagne and families and stuff like that. That's when it, um, that's when it all, but I think it was more, I, I can't believe what's what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, obviously, elation and stuff like that, but the majority of it was like, oh my God, what 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 what, what we just done? Um, and, I, and everybody always says all the time, don't they? Well, what, what, what was celebration like afterwards? How, how, what time did that go on to and everything else like that? But I, we, had, we, had a, we had a couple of shandies, but it, it was nothing. It, everyone was just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right, don't get wrong, Benbo still woke up on, on my settee in the living room, stuff like that. So it, it was a good night, but it was nothing like you would have thought. If you thought, well, we're going to go out and win the first trophy for the club in 125 years, it's going to be a party to end all parties, but nothing like that. No. Uh, Phil Haggerty had quite a raucous uh, celebration, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah, he did, didn't he? That flaming, flaming Bembo. Well, he set his face on fire. 
<laughs> you're having a, you're having a like it must have been what is it sambuca or something like that, and he and he like yeah. Tiffa were getting him to light it as he were uh, as he were drinking it, and he he's lit it, spit it out. It's gone on his face, and his face just went <laughs> in flames. <laughs> It's, yeah, you, know, you, know, and, you know, you're looking, it's 142 years now, of, that's why it meant so much to people, that's why, you know, other people can mock, you know, we've been to Whipping Boys and other clubs have thought that, oh, they're not worthy, you know, and I you know, include some of the big clubs that we've, we've just mentioned, so that it was that, you know, the monkeys off the back, and you know, and I have no doubt that that is why it kick-started it, we've got great people behind the scenes then, you know, we've got a good side, people move move to one side and then maybe come back and you get the junior section going through Stan, you get Matt Stanny, you know, going alongside Dave Wren and helping out with the, the future of the club. And that I have no doubt that was the final foundation block that built what we've got now. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, Jess, certainly, oh, I've sorry. said this to you before, but we, we certainly wouldn't have done what we did in 2005 without 2004. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the interesting, the interesting period then came in the three or four years after that, because yeah. you think with the cup win and the league win under our belts, immediately we'd kick on and go and be really oh, yeah, dominant. Yeah. But, but, we, but we weren't, and obviously we, we've chatted about um, topics for future discussions and we're gonna we're gonna get into that period and have a look at you know what what happened there and why why that was. We've probably been on far too long already but I don't know if we have Jez have you got a couple of other bits about the league um in two thousand four? I'm just gonna say about Fultz's stats. That was that was an interesting yeah. one, wasn't it? We were talking earlier on about you know perhaps why we didn't after a great start why we didn't kick on in the league. There was a stat on the Lancashire League website the twenty first of June that Fultz had 742 runs in all competitions on the 21st of June. Yeah. And he only finished, yeah, June. Yeah. And he finished with 8-5-7 in the league. Now, you're not, they're not apples and apples then, figures, because the 742 included some cup runs. But yeah. to be on 742 on 21st of June and only end up with 8-57 in the league... Mm-hmm. He's a pretty uh, spectacular drop-off. I don't know that. Maybe how many because yeah, you bowled him into ground, probably. I don't know. Probably, yeah. I just looked at it. He got 1,034 runs in all competitions that year. Right. Mm. So got, so still, got, he only got 300 from 21st of June to finish playing in all yeah. them games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. Again, you know, it's all right looking back at stats and you can... You can um, work things out and this is why you know international teams and county signs are statisticians as they go through the season um but we definitely every year that we research for this podcast there is definitely a pattern of of when you're going well you continue to go as boris would say the curve is going up and then all of a sudden something happens and it might be someone gets injured or it might be you know, a bit of bad luck or, or you know, people unavailable. And also, once you start going down, you know, we don't address that quickly enough. Or we didn't then. I don't know if they are at the moment. I've not studied that. But we did go through the stages of folks getting wickets, bowling lots of overs for not so many not so many runs. And all of a sudden, we'd get beaten. It could all go to ration. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight, though, doesn't it, that day? I think we've gone from... Probably a bit earlier than 2002, to be fair, uh, Joe Martin. Back back in late 90s, 
when we've struggled, like when Stan had mentioned something about um, some of the players that had played that, with no disrespect to them, wouldn't wouldn't probably want to have played. It, you don't go from being a side like that, just using 25, 30 players, five or six people playing once, to being a good professionally run team overnight. And I think we went through that probably early, probably was starting. 2002, 2003, Jack Rudolph came over. All right, he was, he was very young, um, but he came over with, with a bit more, a bit more of a um, the, the, the five, the five centuries got people talking in about us and a bit like that. And I think we had a decent run under Jacks for, for a period, a period of the season. Um, and then I think let's say Finter coming in 2003. I think Q, that Q Alley came in 2003, and you are coming through 2003. Do you remember yeah. Ryan Harris? Signed, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan, yeah. We signed those three players before the season and Ryan Harris. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's quite an injection, isn't it, that? Yeah. yeah. Did Ryan not... Um, is that not the year he had to go home because of his mum? No. He, his mum no. was much later. No, he, went, he did go home early, but that, that wasn't because of his mum. Right. I think it was uh, just because of his commitments. Yeah. Um, again, that, that just so it probably was a start, and, and and those those people and Ryan. If you can't, everybody asks who's best boys play with, who's best one you played against, etc. And, and him and uh, and Andrew McDonald, not just because of the, of the undoubted ability of cricketers, but everything else. And I'm not saying that it's the beer because Andrew McDonald came out with us, but he wasn't a big drinker. Well, a few times he bloody fell asleep in park, didn't he? When he had to walk home and Keel had to come and get him and stuff like that. So it wasn't it, but he was there, he was one of the lads when he but on the on the field he would beat his mum at a game of Tillywings, weren't he? He was just absolutely yeah. all over it. Um and I think a lot of that came in and, and we had the right the right side, the right calibre of players, the right in Right, mental attitude to take it on board because we've had them before, haven't we? Cameron Williamson, probably the first pro I played quite a bit with. Um, he was just like Andrew and Ryan, so committed, so um, professional, and sat everybody down and had meetings. Jezra, captain meetings. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But we just weren't good enough. Six or seven of them just weren't good enough. weren't good enough. Whereas when we got into the Ryans and Andrew McDonald's and Francois when he came over with, with the when he when a professional, we had the players that were good enough to do what the pro was asking you. Um, yeah. and I think that was over a period of time. And when obviously those, let's say, Sid doesn't didn't play anymore, Kiwali didn't last long, Cameron Fruit didn't last long. Um, we were then moving into the. Was it probably that more? But then the likes of Matt Walker, or they were a bit young then, or was it? Did we have? Uh, yeah, yeah, much later, much later. Yeah. So I wonder if that's where we had a bit of a lull after that. After two thousand and five, with a two or three year lull, didn't we? Until the likes of Johnny, Joe, Paddy, Matt Walker, Joe Hawk came in. Um, it been interesting to, to look at the side in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, then. I, I played yeah. in 2006, I think. Um, it, yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. You did play in 2006. Who were pro in 2006? Ryan. Ryan. But that's the year that he had to go home early because of his mum. Right. And if you remember, if you remember the 
the season ended or well it didn't end but we were right involved in the league until we got hammered by Baker but home when Chris Cairns got 100 and a lot right was right and then did, did Lane play quite a lot yeah 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 Right, and then, and was was Brendan Drew Brendan Drew two thousand seven then? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. two thousand eight Drew. Oh, right. O'Brien was two thousand and seven. Yeah, right, that's, that's right. right. Right, yeah, that's why I I played for a couple of years after that. Then, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Matt, we can you um? I just Todd had a pro called Panda. Gayan Panda. Yeah, he was horrible. Really I didn't really fall out with him. He probably A, couldn't understand what I caught, what I said to him. B, couldn't say anything back to me, but he had horrible eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was always, he was like, a bit like that newly cartic from Rami, another one. And he was always one of them. There's nothing worse than you're bowling. You're bowling at him. You're trying your little testicles off. And it's a great shot. You don't have to run. Oh, and he yeah, did that thing, didn't he, where he slid his bat in. Yeah. He runs past you and you follow through and taps his bat in at non-striker's end. So what do you say to him? I can't really repeat it on here, Jez, but it weren't that nice. <laughs> Bleep it. You can, you can. You must have been racist, were you? The second well, well, it wasn't. There was, there was quite a lot of expletives in it. And it, it, I did mention his eyes. His eyes were horrible. And I think I he got said, a century against us that year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm fairly sure and you got runs against us. It was so I think it was so I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines. I'll I'll pop those effing eyes out if you walk past me and tap your bat in that end again. <laughs> so he carried on doing it because he hadn't got a clue what I'd said. No. Um, well, that's quite accurate as to what you said, because I wasn't mid-off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was about twenty-three when you said it, and we'd got 205 for six, thought we'd done a great job, and he went on to get 106, and they knocked him off with about three holes to spare. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was eyes. I just, I just couldn't couple of his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I want to mention again from 2004 uh, to big uh, Frankie Entwistle up. Um, it was a game after the cup final, and you won't be surprised to learn that Matt and Jez both didn't play. I think uh, they both tossed it off after we'd won Cup final. Didn't bother playing against. Uh, didn't bother playing meaningless games uh, against Enfield at home. Um, but looking at the card, Fulton twenty-four overs. Ouch. Um, we Badfiston got one seventy-six. Uh, Blaze got seventy-one, and they were absolutely coasting. Peterson eighty. And then he chipped one up in the air when they just did not need to play a rash shot and he just whacked one straight up in the air. And then we got a couple of wickets, stayed in the game, but they needed something like two off the last over and with two balls to go, scores were tied and they were only eight wickets down. And Frank Entwistle ran the last two Enfield batsmen out for a wicket keeper with his one glove off, fruit stumps down for both of the last two wickets. And so from looking like getting absolutely nothing, we actually got nine points. I love a tie when you get nine points. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's almost as good as a win. Uh, but but Frankie felt like he felt like he'd done that. He got us them points on his own from nowhere. Um, it was one of my favourite games. What day was that? August was it? It was twenty first of August, Saturday. Oh, I think we said 
We say we're injured, Jess. We're, we're, we're not at air, though. I think you want to hear that painting, yeah. What yeah. <laughs> happened? We played Burnley day after, and you played then. <laughs> so I don't know. It must have just been, uh, you know, after the uh, Lord Mayor's show. I didn't play at Burnley day after, Joe. No, Jez did. Jez did. I think you were injured, mate. I've got it in there that you were injured. I never got injured. Mm. <laughs> Any other stories uh, about that game, Matt? Funny stories? I'll never forget there were. Um, that, that sticks in, in, in my mind, the Accrington one. I know you've talked about that with Jack Rudolph. I, I remember the one time you were really, 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 really mad at me, Jez. We were playing, I'd like to see the scorecard, and it, I, th I think there were me and you, and then it were, I think Blez played, but I think then it were people like Anne Cochran played, uh, <laughs> Maureen Stansfield. There were a few others like that, and there, and there were there were two boats walking past, and we just got them to play. I think it was the day that me and Stan, imagine the similar time, me and Stan had a, had a bit of a, a bit of a to do in selection, and I wanted to pick Gary Morehouse, who hadn't played for a couple of years because we're just a field. Because I think we'd Matt Stanley inside, Gavin inside, other people like that, and Stan said, "You can't, Matt. You can't. It's just absolutely ludicrous because you cannot do. It. It's not fair to Mark Campbell." So Mark Campbell played and broke his finger at warm-up dropping a catch. <laughs> I think it was that long. And I, it, 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 it was well before that. It, it, it was poor, poor, poor era, poor side. We'd, I don't know if a steady pro. Claude Anderson did quite a few games for us. And I think I, I had been out for a couple of pints now before we played um, Todd at home. And we've got Mushtaba. We played against a couple of times, but it was it was a long it was quite a while ago, so we haven't really known what it was good, uh, how good it was. And I turned up, and Jez is in dressing room there, early doors, polishing his boots. And I've turned up, sat next to him, probably stink to high heaven of lemonade. And he's not happy at all. In Jez, he's really really mad at me because it's probably only me, me, him, and Blaze that have played a lot of first team. He said, "Anyhow, with a new pro, will you go and get out there and introduce yourself to him and see what he wants to do." So. It gets changed and I bottles out off. I was captain, but he's my big brother, so off I pops and I go out onto, out onto the pitch. And I was still pissed. I come, I comes back in, Jess said, What does he want to do? I said, I don't know, but he's got really hairy ears. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess just, Jess just threw his thing down on his top floor and just walked out disgusted. I must have been like nine for an hundred and we won. Yeah, I've got the um, I've got the scorecard up here. Um, our right, team, our team, um, uh, Matt was Swifty, Mushtaba, right. John Proctor, uh, Frank, Jez batted at five, <laughs> um, Dooch, you, Johnny Russell, oh. Matt Stanny, um, Mark Campbell, Mark Campbell, and, yeah, um, and, uh, and Gav. Um, yeah. And that's the that was the batting order. Swifty and Asif Mushta were open batting. Swifty got thirty. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it, it was definitely that game because me and Stan are definitely because Stan, you can't do it, mate. I don't, Gary had played for three or four years. I'd spoke to Gary and said, "Will you just come and field?" He said, "I will do." He said, "I'm not really bothered about it." He said, "But I will do." But Stan, and rightly, probably rightly so, because if I'd have been Mark Campbell, I'd have gone absolutely. I would have been happy. Um, but it was it was it was like the fifth one in from the second, so it wasn't as if he were having a storming season in the seconds, and deserved his opportunity. It was like the the fifth best best of the seconds, if you will. Um, and the other the other great great one is going back a long time. This and 
um, Express Cup at Nelson. It was something we absolutely oh, hated. We hated it. And we had Sean Flegler as pro. So it's probably, I would have been about 22, 23. So 93, 94. Something like 94, 95. And we didn't want to play. It's two games. Uh, or potentially two games if you win it. And we're just like, what are we doing here? I think we played Saturday, Sunday, bank, bank holiday Monday. We're again with a bit of a mishmash team. So we turns up at Nelson. <laughs> it was well before you, you had two bags, one for your pads, one for your gloves, and one for your boots. You had, you had, you had a bag. And that's all you had. <laughs> Jess turns up with his first game. And I, get, I think we were playing first, and we sat on the balcony, and Jez has sat there. And he's got his pumps on, his whites on it, and his pumps. He said, Jess, what are you doing? He said, I'm not bowling, Matt. There's no chance I'm bowling today. Not a prayer. He said, I've, I think he probably bowled 50 overs. Yeah, then bowled 25 overs Saturday, 25 overs Sunday, and this were a bank holiday Monday. Yeah, and, and you could bowl four overs each team. But he said, Matt, I'm not bowling. I'm up, there's no chance I'm not bowling. So I've got my pumps on. He said, in any way, he said, it weren't that. He said, I, I could either fit four cans of bitter or my boots in my bag, and I brought four cans of bitter. <laughs> We ended up winning it, didn't we? Yeah, that was the yeah. game where um, the Rudra Singh, Rudra Singh, the Burnley pro, yeah, two two easy two. <coughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and that we won it, didn't we? We got we got we got done for being disrespectful because disrespectful because uh, Flegs ball wasims, didn't it? Ball left arm seamers. Yeah. yeah. Who did you get done off? Uh, Nelson committee for not taking it serious. <laughs> Gary Morris we've just won it <laughs> so I think Gary said something I think they'd, they'd asked him why did you pro but why, why did you pro I think they were bowling one game flags. Said, why did you bowl left arm team so we'll play against Nelson next week and we didn't want him to see what his action were like <laughs> good answer yeah so we, we got done for being they weren't happy with Nelson like, was being disrespectful yeah, memories memories Max yeah. uh, well, there's, there's lots. The, 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 the better, the funnier memory, Jez, are the older ones, aren't they? Because we, we did, we got better, didn't we? We did, yeah. we did get better. And I, I'm sure Stan can go back to darker days than I can go back to. Um, but some of the funny stories, the, the nine times eight to ten involved Stan. That, um, that book he had was just, oh, hilarious. Because if he wants to talk about elaborating the truth, that book, it was all based on fact, but there weren't, weren't, weren't many other things in there that were factual, but it was absolutely hilarious. And I can remember, can we just let Stan in one sec? Yeah, sure. Bring him in. Stan, one of, the, one of my first members, and I don't know how old I'll have been here, but we had either the presentation or some sort of club do at Rosa House. Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. And you and read that whole okay. time. End of season. I've still got those books. End of season presentation. It was fantastic. Was it? What year would that have been? You think? I can't be sure. Uh, David Heyman played that year for us. But that so would have been, been the year eighty nine ninety. If, if Dave Heyman, because I made me made me debut when Dave Heyman didn't turn up. Because if, if you were unfortunate enough to get a lift to an away ground with David Heyman after he'd been to an acid house party. Um, <laughs> an acid house party. <laughs> first, 
first and foremost, you were grateful you got there, but you got GB up to the eardrum, eardrums from his, from his uh, acid ice music, if I'm using the right phraseology. I was more of a heavy metal man myself. But that, that's, it must have been that year, Stan, because that's when I made my debut. Because I was... Dave Amon played for us in 89, 90 and 91. He had a habit of getting pros out as well, did David? What, what, year, what year did we have Delroy Morgan? 90. Or 89? 90. 90. 90. Um, that, that was the year. Because it, 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 it was quite good with that. that my, my, in start, my, my early life in, in Lancashire League cricket. I remember my debut. I come back from uh, holiday with, I think it was Payne, Ryan, people like that. We've been to my uncle's caravan in Selsa. And we got back a bit early. Payne's dad drove all the way down. You what? The glamour of it. Absolutely. You've been to a caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, it was good. That life. Um, Payne's dad drove down and picked us up. And we got back a bit early, so I went down to the club to watch the seconds. I weren't playing because they didn't think we were back from holiday. And I ended up through a phone call. Dave Amon had turned up away at Aslinden. Can we have one at seconds? So Rusty with the captain. He said, well, Matt's here. We've, we've started. Matt's here now. He'll come over. So someone come and pick me up. I went straight over. Borrowed kit. Again, nothing nothing with mine. I, 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 was, I, I was a little, a little bit... Slimmer in them days. Um, so I borrowed kit and I went out to bat. Mike Whitney was there, pro. First of all, the first ball I faced in first team, I were out. The first ball I bowled was a wide, and the first catch that come to me, I dropped it. <laughs> oh, so, will you ever play it again, Matt? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, thank you both very much for your time. Yeah, here um, you And We'll see you all again soon. Thanks again. No, when, when, when will this go? When will this go live? I've 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 already sold four copies. When can I get this? <laughs> um, it will be depends on Adam. Story, you know, when he uh, when he when he uh, he let go of his bat. Yeah. Can I tell it? Of course, you can. Right. He, he comes as as was rightly said the other the other night to practice. Kept watching us a few times, and somebody came up to me and said, "There's a lad down there who wants to play for us." So I go down. In the broadest Jamaican, I think they call it patois. In the most. Uh, broadest you've ever heard. Couldn't tell the word he said, but fortunately he repeated the last word three times every time. So it comes to practice. Uh, we think he's a bowler, but he can hit it. And that practice night, he's, they're doing skied catches. And he's catching them in front of the park boundary with one hand. Anyway, we pick him for the third 11. Uh, I go around to pick him up from his uh, flat because uh, it's his first game, so we'll make him welcome. Pick him for the third 11, and there's this massive smell of uh, unlawful substances wafting out of his flat window. 
So you got the hard word. Next time I'm coming to pick you up, don't embarrass me by smoking uh, weed. Anyway, before he can play for the seconds, uh, the thirds, the seconds are short and he gets drafted in. Goes right to bat at number seven. Wicketkeeper stood up, faces this ball, goes to hit it down to long leg. Let's go of the bat, which hits the keeper, but it's like a glancing blow. The bat flies down to long leg, who starts chasing the bat, obviously, instantaneously, thinking it's the ball. But the keeper's held on to the ball. But the keeper's concussed. So he's, he's about three yards back from the wicket, staggering around. The fielders are shouting, stumping, and Greg Brown's gone, uh, gone for a single. Chris Hastings at the other end says, get back. So he sticks his toe in as the keeper collapses onto the wickets to try and stump him. And Greg says, safe, 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 man, safe. <laughs> the the Rabsbottom captain is at mid-on. There's, there's a pause from us inside the changing room. And then even I burst out laughing because it was so ridiculous. And, and, and as it died down, their captain... Uh, 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 mid on said fucking hell he said and he's number seven what's coming next <laughs> <laughs>